Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business. And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here's your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Monday, January 2nd. Game of the Night. For the Game of the Night, we're going to wrap up NFL Week 17 with a big Monday Night Football showdown between two of the best teams in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. Currently, we have the Bills listed as a short one-and-a-half-point road favorite here with a high total of 49-and-a-half or 50, depending on which book you're looking at. Going into this matchup, we have two teams, and again, as I mentioned, two of the best teams in the NFL going head-to-head. The Buffalo Bills are 12-and-3. 
They've won six straight. They just beat the Chicago Bears 35-13, to covering as an eight-point road favorite. And they already clinched their, their spot in the playoffs here. They already won the AFC East, but they're still having motivation here to battle Kansas City for that number one spot in the playoffs to get that only bye. So there's motivation here for the Bills, but there's also... A lot of motivation for the Bengals. Bengals are 11-4. and four. They've won seven straight, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. The Bengals have also been one of the best teams uh, over the last you know year plus at covering numbers. They're 12-3 and three against the spread. Uh, ATS here. Uh, as, as I mentioned, they've won seven straight. They just beat the New England Patriots 22-18, covering as a three-point road favorite. And they've already clinched their spot uh, in the playoffs, but they're battling uh, to win the to win the uh, AFC North here with the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. They got some good uh, good news yesterday with the Ravens falling as another primetime dog and primetime under came through last night with the Steelers getting it done. Uh, but in terms of what we're seeing here with the line movement in the market, very very short number here. The Buffalo Bills opened as a one point road favorite, and it must have been a pretty awesome line because the odds makers uh, really didn't move the number at all, actually up until uh, this morning. It's pretty much been Buffalo Bills minus one the entire week, really hasn't moved at all. Uh, tells you that the odds makers are taking in probably some pretty good respective money on both sides here. The public is split. They don't know what to do. It's 50-50 right down the middle. So, so as a contrarian better, you know, perfect example, last, uh, you know, uh, last few primetime games, if you're looking at the dog or, or that's getting, you know, 20, 30% of bets, boom, that's contrarian value. There's no contrarian value here. It's right down the middle, 50-50. Uh, if you look at it on the one hand, it's how do you not take Joe Burrow getting a point, point and a half at home as a dog. Seems like a good bet. On the other hand, how do you not take Buffalo at such a short number? A great team here. I was looking to be the one seed in the playoffs. So public split down the middle. Really, the line hasn't moved at all all week, but we did see this morning. I was writing the uh, VEASAN.com daily newsletter for uh, for last night going into today, and when I went to bed, this was Buffalo minus one across the board. Woke up this morning. I'm seeing books up to Buffalo minus one and a half. So to me, anytime you see a 50-50 bet split and the line hasn't moved all week, I would either, again, lay off the game because there's no edge there, contrarian, there's no line movement to really speak of, uh, but I would look toward any late game day movement. Game day movement is so important to me. Uh, you may not see anything happen all week, but once we get to game day, that's when the sports books raise their limits, the amount of bet you're able to bet on the game. So the big bets come in. You have the most data on the game. The odds makers probably feel the most comfortable based upon the action that they've taken in thus far about adjusting the number. So... Really, this was a, a no play for me all week. I'm leaning a little bit with Buffalo just because of this late movement. Uh, but again, it's difficult because Cincinnati uh, does uh, check off quite a few boxes here. If you look at primetime dogs in the NFL, 30-22 and 22 against the spread, 58%. Conference home dogs are 35-26 and 26 ATS, 57%. Joe Burrow is 2-0 against the spread as a dog this season. He's 15-7 and 7 ATS as a dog in his career, 68%. So I think this is why it makes such a difficult uh, game to cap here. But got to admit, it's been pretty much minus one all week. It did just see on game day this one and a half up to Buffalo. Uh, but really keep an eye out. What, uh, keep an eye out how this line moves later today. It's an 8:30 game tonight. You know, do you see this line tick up further to two? You know, if it gets any higher, stays one and a half. That's good news for Buffalo. But is there a high water mark here? Does it get to one and a half? Uh, does it maybe get to two, and then do you see buyback on Cincinnati bring it back down? So whole point being, if you see this thing get closer to a pick em, that's going to be good news for late Cincinnati money. If it stays toward Buffalo, again, that's telling you more respective money leaning with the Bills here. Uh, you've also seen some interesting uh, lack of movement here with the total. The total opened pretty much 49.5, really hasn't moved at all. Some books did uh, touch 50 here. But this is a big public play to the over. 81% of bets are taking the over. Again, I, I can't blame the public. You know, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, great offenses here. You feel like they can easily go over this number. But the line really hasn't moved at all. 
Despite heavy betting on this over, it's still 49.5 or 50 at some shops. You have seen primetime unders go 34 and 18, 65% this season. Um, and you also look at uh, both these teams, they're under teams. Uh, so Buffalo's 10 and 5 to the under, Cincinnati's 9, 5 and 1 to the under. So two two great games, two uh, two great matchups here, or one great matchup with two great teams, which is what I, what I meant to say. Uh, and if you're looking for maybe toward a future price, I got some numbers for you to win the Super Bowl. Currently, Buffalo is the favorite, plus 350 at DraftKings. Cincinnati has the fifth best odds. If you think they can uh, have that another magical run here, maybe win it all, uh, Cincinnati is plus 800 uh, to win the Super Bowl here when they, with a big Monday Night Football showdown tonight. Should be a great game no matter what you bet on. Buffalo and Cincinnati tonight for the Monday Night Football Week 17 finale. Best of the rest. For the best of the rest, we're going to continue to go bowling here. Big day of bowl games. By the way, Happy New Year's on Happy First Morning Bets pod of the year 2023. Uh, but let's go to the best of the rest, the Rose Bowl, Utah and Penn State, 5 o'clock tonight, Eastern time. Uh, currently, you have Utah listed as a one-point favorite. It's kind of funny, this Utah-Penn State, very similar line here uh, that you just that we just talked about with Buffalo and Cincinnati. Uh, Utah is a one-point, uh, sorry, neutral site favorite here with a total of 53 and a half. Now, two great teams here matching up as well. Utah is 10 and 3. They're ranked eighth in the country. They just won the Pac-12. They beat USC 47 to 24, winning outright as a two and a half point dog in that one. Excuse me. You look at Penn State, 10 and 2. They're ranked 11th in the country. They just beat Michigan State 35 to 16. Although, ironically, pushing as a 19 point favorite in that one tells you how good tells you how good the odds makers are with these these numbers that they set. Uh, but looking toward this line movement, you had a really interesting line move here. Like it opened pretty much a pick em or like a minus one Utah. We saw early in, as we were kind of waiting for this game to tip off over the last few weeks, uh, you saw this line get up to Utah minus two and a half. So early on, you had a lot of Utah money pushing this number. But if you look at the last uh, week or so, it's been all buyback here on Penn State. So Penn State uh, is now down, or you haven't seen this line now drop toward Penn State. It's down to pretty much Utah minus one. So again, a pick em a minus one Utah. We got up to Utah minus two and a half said, okay, Utah's taking in the money. But again, all late movement is is really breaking uh, toward Penn State. So it looks like Sharp said, you know, hey, we'll take the two and a half, the two, the one and a half. Now we're pretty much down to one. So late movement is going toward the uh, the, the Nittany Lions. Say that 10 times fast. Uh, Utah is the public play. They're getting 61% of bets across the market. But again, late movement uh, going back toward Penn State. I lean on Penn State here, uh, plus the points. I like this late movement. And also, they're contrarian and heavily bet game. We have seen bowl game dogs, 22-15 and 15 against the spread, 60%. They've done very well. And you also have opt-outs on both sides. But I think the, the opt-outs on Utah might be a little more detrimental. Uh, the running back, Tavion Thomas, he's going to go to the NFL. He opted out. Uh, your number one weapon, this is the biggest opt-out, I think, Dalton Kincaid. If you've watched any Utah games, this guy's like, you know, baby Gronkowski out there. Uh, you're going to miss him. He's going to go to the NFL. Also, your top cornerback, uh, Clark Phillips, is out. Uh, so he's not going to play as well. You do have an opt-out for Penn State, though, Joey Porter Jr. You know you're getting old uh, when you uh, remember watching these kids' dads play in the NFL. This is Joey Porter's son, top cornerback. He's going to go to the NFL. But he's pretty much the only opt-out with a much more meaningful and, and just from a quantity standpoint, more opt-outs on Utah. Um, and also you look at the total, it did tick up 51 up to 53. Uh, but I would be a little careful. It's a big public over You're getting 75% of bets over. Uh, and you have seen these bowl game unders do well. Uh, they've ticked down a little bit here, but they're still 21 and 16, 57%. Uh, it looks like maybe 54 was your high watermark. And you saw some books, uh, touch 54 and get, come right back down uh, to 53 and a half. 
It's going to be a nice night, though. Going to be about uh, for the Rose Bowl here in California, about 55 degrees, pretty much five mile per hour winds, nothing crazy there. Uh, but again, early, it looked like Utah was taking in the money, late movement toward Penn State. Uh, and also, you're a contrarian spot with Penn State, and you are having a rest advantage, too. Wanted to mention that. Penn State hasn't played since November 26th versus December 2nd uh, for Utah here. So I'd lean a little bit here with Penn State as a contrarian play with late buyback and more opt outs on Utah. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. Josh's Sweats. For Josh's Sweats, my first sweat of the night, I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to bet the spread for Buffalo-Cincinnati Monday Night Football, but I am going to take the under. Give me the under 50 or under 49.5, depending on what book what book you're uh, you're looking at. Always shop around. And again, that should be a New Year's resolution to all sports bettors. Open up that extra sports betting account so that you can shop around and get better numbers and have multiple outs. So in terms of why I'm not betting the spread, I just think you can make a case for both sides. It's 50-50, so neither side is contrarian. Uh, it's been pretty much minus one Buffalo all week. We are seeing, again, up to one and a half on game day. So I, le- I do respect that movement toward Buffalo late. Uh, but but uh, you look at the Bengals. Uh, I kind of like the Bengals in the points here, too. Like the late movement's Buffalo. The market is siding Buffalo. But Cincinnati is matching betting systems with uh, primetime dogs, conference home dogs, Joe Burrow as a dog. So to me, anytime I see this happen where I have conflicting systems or conflicting value, or I can make a very strong case for Buffalo. I can also make a very strong case for Cincinnati. Easiest thing to me, lay off the game. I want to bet games where I have a clear edge in one direction. So uh, am I sharp contrarian? Not really with either side. Again, a little bit of movement to Buffalo, but I'm not, uh, I'm not seeing much value or I'm not seeing clear value enough on one side to fire on the side, but I'm going to take the under here. I like the under, and this is a sharp under line freeze to me. Now, this is a very public over. I mentioned it before, but you have about three out of four bets on the over, but the line really hasn't moved at all. You know, it pretty much opened 49 and a half, hasn't really moved off 49 and a half. I would shop around and do see uh, at least a couple books at 50. So I'll take the under 50 here. Uh, and the reason why I like it is that line freeze, heavy betting over. But if you open 49 and a half, you're getting three out of four bets over. Shouldn't you be up to 51, 52? Shouldn't this line be on the rise? No, it's staying exactly where it's at. So that tells me there's some liability here on this under. Um, so I'm going to take the under, under 50 or 49 and a half. That's all you can get. But it's a line freeze, heavy betting over, yet the line really hasn't moved at all. Primetime unders, 34 and 18, 65%. Saw another one last night, Cash, uh, in that divisional matchup between the Steelers and the Ravens. Also, here's a nugget that I really like. When the total is 49 or more, what I would classify as a high total in the NFL the under is 22 and 11 this year, 67%. Also, you think of these teams as high-powered offenses, but as I mentioned in the earlier breakdown, they're both under teams. Buffalo is 10 and 5 to the under, including 7 and 1 to the under on the road, and Cincinnati is 9, 5 and 1 to the under, including 4 and 2 to the under at home. So to me, with the spread, you can make cases for both sides. I don't see a clear edge. I'm not touching the spread. Maybe it's a live betting opportunity. Uh, maybe it's back and forth. Maybe you can uh, end up kind of picking off a good number, depending on how the game's being played. But no bet for me on the spread, but give me that under, 49.5 or 50. It's super contrarian. You have a line freeze. You have good betting systems here on primetime unders when the total is 49 or higher. We have two under teams. And also you get late in the year, you know, this possible playoff preview. I gave you those numbers. You know, Buffalo's plus 350 to win the Super Bowl. The favorite since he's plus 800. 
Maybe you get kind of one of those playoff type games. Maybe a you know a twenty three to twenty game, a twenty four to twenty, uh, something like that. I think we could see a, a tight one here, a lower scoring game with kind of a playoff feel toward it. So I'm gonna go under. Give me the under in Monday Night Football again. Under fifty if you can find it. If not, under forty nine and a half. Now for my other Josh's sweat of the night. I got to fit in a bowl game for you. Uh, we're going to go to this bowl game here. This is a uh, early game, 12 o'clock. It is the Relia Quest Bowl kicking off at 12 p.m. Eastern time between Mississippi State and Illinois. Now, both these teams are 8-4, and four, but they've kind of trended in opposite directions. Mississippi State won three of their last four games. They beat Ole Miss 24-22, winning outright as a 2.5-point dog <clears throat> in their final game. And you look at Illinois, 8-4. and four, but they actually lost three of their last four games, even though they did win their finale there uh, against Northwestern. They crushed them 41-3 as a 15-point favorite. But when I'm betting bowl games, uh, and again, I think it was a great weekend here for sharp bowl game action. If you looked at both that TCU game and Ohio State, everybody was on the favorite. Line had a reverse line move to the dog. Both dogs cover. Uh, and it was a heartbreaker there if you're on Ohio State on the money line. But both dogs came through with those reverse line moves. So that was kind of a different one because everyone's playing in those games because you're trying to win the championship. When you get to these bowl games, to me, my angle, and I've been mentioning it you know, throughout VEASAN, you know, my appearances and on, on the pods and market insights, I want to combine both motivation with the data, the line movement. So if I can have the motivational angle and the uh, market angle in the same direction, then those are bets that I fire on. So to, for kind of an example here, I'm going to go Mississippi State. Now, I bet Mississippi State uh, a little bit earlier last week. I got them at, like, minus 120 on the money line. They're now up to minus 3. Uh, I think when I bet them, they were, like, minus 1 or minus 1.5. Uh, but now they're up to minus 3, and you're looking at around a minus 150. So I'll take a minus 150 money line at this point. But here's the reason why I like Mississippi State. One is a data angle. You know, this game opened uh, pretty much at a pick or, like, a very short, like, minus 1. Uh, pretty much a pick yeah. Or I did see a minus 1 Mississippi State. I saw some one book open minus one, I thought, for Illinois. But we'll just call it a pick em opener. Now you got up to minus three uh, with Mississippi State. So all movement is going toward Mississippi State. Uh, and again, when I did the last pod for Market Insights on Friday, that was a minus one. So just from Friday to Monday, we've had further movement to Mississippi State, minus one up to minus three. So the data, the, the, uh, the market is telling you Mississippi State is taking in the respective money. But here's the motivational angle. Two, two kind of ways to look at motivation. Uh, one is opt-outs. Uh, Will Rogers, your starting quarterback from Mississippi State, he's going to play. There really aren't many opt-outs at all in Mississippi State. Illinois, a big reason why you're seeing this line move to Mississippi State is that Illinois has a ton of opt-outs and coaching issues. Uh, their defensive coordinator, Ryan Walters, he left to go coach Purdue. So you're going to have an interim play caller defensively for Illinois. I want to bet against teams that don't have their full coaching staffs. Uh, and a bet against first-time play callers. Also, a lot of opt-outs for Illinois. Their top running back, Chase Brown, opted out. And really, they have one of the best secondaries in college football. But their two best secondary players, Brown and Witherspoon, also both opted out here. So you have a ton of big opt-outs. You're missing a coach versus Mississippi State, who other motivational angle here is, you know, really tragically, they're going to play for Mike Leach. Uh, and again, I was reading an article um, about how, you know, they actually asked after Mike Leach tragically passed away from a heart attack recently, they asked a lot of the players, do you want to play this game or not? You know, in honor of Coach Leach, they said, "We're you're, you're damn right we're going to play. We're going to play in his honor. We're going to play for him. We're going to play hard, and we're going to win this game for Coach Leach. So to me, that I don't know if it's baked into the number. I think the, the move toward Mississippi State is probably more with the opt-outs on Illinois, but that is kind of an emotional, motivational angle in favor of Mississippi State where you're going to play – uh, hopefully as hard as you possibly can and try to win this game in honor 
of your fallen head coach. So uh, you have a motivational to uh, angle in favor of Mississippi State to play for their coach. You have opt-outs in, in, uh, in coaching issues for Illinois and the market. Even if you take away the, the, the play, you know, win one for the Gipper kind of angle there for Coach Leach, still the data with the line move is going toward Mississippi State. Again, a pick them now up to minus three. So I'll go money line here, uh, minus 150. Now they're on the key number of three. Again, if you, want, if you lay three, Mississippi State wins by three a push. Uh, I want to win my bet. So I'm on, I'm, I'm on the money line. Hashtag win the game uh, and do it for Coach Leach. Go Mississippi State on the money line, minus 150. That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast, our first of the new year, first of many. Uh, but reminder, if you enjoy uh, kind of what you get from VEASAN, all the information and angles and data and insights that we provide, and if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN Daily Newsletter. Go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, put in your email, wake up every day to our fantastic sports betting newsletter, uh, getting your getting yourself uh, guided in the right direction each day when you're making your bacon and eggs and get that to your inbox around 6 a.m., uh, and then also make sure you follow us on Twitter at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. But I wish you the best of luck. Happy New Year. Let's see if we can kick off the New Year on a hot note. Uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully we can cash some tickets today. Because as the wise man of VEASAN likes to say, that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, everyone. Happy New Year. And I uh, hope you have some, uh, some great bets and great sweats for tonight on a big Monday. Good luck. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.